Today's daf we learn a daf nun chet, and before we begin, I'll just give you a quick introduction to levels of tumantara. This is from my uh, the other website, the Mishnah website. I did this many years ago. Oh. <coughs> oh. So let's have slowly, slowly, Rebbe, slowly, slowly. We are, we are, we are amateurs here. Yeah, but you're gonna have to come up to speed pretty fast in this year. That's why you should learn Mishnah. Okay, so. We have sources, various sources of tumentara. You have avia vototuma, which is like a, generally a corpse, or can also be something. Uh, I'm not going to get into confusions. Have something else could be avia vototuma. But yeah, generally, you have other forms of tuma as well, which is like an avatuma, which is other sources in the Torah, like a sheretz, nevela, zav, zava. These can be sources of tuma. If they can't come into contact with anything, that becomes what's called the rishon the tuma. Now, rishon the tuma ordinarily can only make tame what? Can only make tame a food and drink. Okay, I'll put asterisks by food you'll see in a minute. But make tamer food and a derisa. Then you get to what's called sheni latuma. Now, a sheni latuma normally can only make tamer truma or kojin. So make them a shlish latuma and then we can get down to real latuma is kojin. There are a few exceptions to me, the Rabbanan, that are very important for this Gemara today. One is, Chachamim say stam yadaim, hands before nishlech yadaim, which is going to be the subject of what much we're going to discuss in the beginning and in the end of Shir. Chachamim, since our hands move about the whole day, we don't even show what we touch. That's why you have to, they say you have to do debugging in this time of the, life because you don't know what you're touching. And there, uh, or what's it called? The alkagel, that's what you call it. And therefore, Chachazal said, Vestam Yadam, Neshen Latuma. And therefore, a Kohen can't eat Truma without washing his hands because Neshen Latuma can make something a Shlish Latuma. However, there is another Xeramid Rabbana that if his liquids come into contact with anything that can puzzle Truma, meaning it creates a loop in the chain, meaning it becomes, the liquid becomes a Rishon Latuma. Okay, and that Rishon Latuma can make Tamer firstly uh, food to chain the However, it can also make Tamer, interestingly, Kalim. Okay, and that would make Kalim Shein Latuma. Why is that? That is because um, with, it's a nature of liquids that we don't generally know where liquid came from. And since there are types of liquids that are in Avotatuma, for example, liquid that come from Mazav, Chachamim made this, implemented this Gzairus, like you've got a puddle of water, you don't know what it is. So therefore they made this Gzairus that liquids would become, if they come into contact with the Shin, become a Rishon, and then they can make, they, they can make Tamer, firstly food and drink, they can become, and also they can make Tamer Kalim. However, because this is Midrabanan, this whole Chachamim uh, made a Heker, a lot of time you'll find in laws of Tumantara, if something's Midrabanan, the Chazal make a, a interesting change in the law that um, so people recognize this in and treat anything that comes Tamer as a result accordingly. So what is that? The, they said that if the liquids, Tamer liquid touches the outside of a Kli, only the outside becomes Tamer. Okay? That's relevant for our Sudya. So let's try and understand our Sudya. Uh, and and the, Kli, the Kli will be then a Shani? Um, the outside would, pro, yes, would be outside of the Kli would be a Shani with Tumor. Okay. Okay, the outside. What also what we see is also you'll see later on is sometimes even parts of the outside of a kli can also be distinct from one another. The handle, the betatsviya or tzvita, as well, where pump, the fingers can be distinct separate from the outside of the kli or other things. But we're, we're going to get to that in this year. So if you remember in the mission began, whether whether the, the machlok between Ben Shammah and Hillel, whether one washes their hands before or after making kiddush. So the Gemara asks, my time at the Beit Shammah, what's the concern of Beit Shammah? So Beit Shammah says, Shiloh yitmu mashki ma'achareyakos, 
So what's the concern? Now, I'm going to explain this Mishnah, uh, the Gemara, like the Haredim, which is, seems to be most of the Rishonim, or sorry, the Farshimiyah, they explain like the Bavli. And that's why I learned it with Kahati. We will, in the end, go back later on explain it. Rabbi Chaim explains it differently. And I think the reason is because it makes the continuum of the Gemara much, much simpler. We'll see. But this is the way the, the, we learn in the Bavli, the way Zatanur explains the Mishnah. So what's the concern? He says, if I have Tama hands, what am I concerned about? There might be some liquid that spills out on the, from the cup itself. Hands are a shiny. They touch the liquid. The liquid becomes a rishon. And that liquid now would make, as you can see in the diagram, would make the cup a shiny latuma. And he says it's asu. One is not allowed to use a cup that's a shiny latuma. That's shitat beichan. Okay. Why, why does he say it's asu lishtamesh because shacharav shacharav meot? Let's understand the next diagram. The next diagram is here. Why? Because if the cup is a shain, let's say if the cup in general is a shain latuma, and some of the water spills out from the cup and touches the back of the clear, the cup, the, that would make the water a rishon latuma. And if that came into contact, sorry, came into contact with someone's hands, will make the hands a shain latuma, and it's going to cause a problem during the meal. He'll not, he'll start, he can touch truma, make truma tamet. So that's why that's behind the principle, if you like where Beit Shammai says, I don't want to get to a place where possibly this cup will become a Shein Latuma because you're not allowed to use a cup that's a Shein Latuma. Or Acharav Tmeim. Let's say, let's say the, the outside is Acharav Tmeim. Okay? Therefore, wash your hands. At, at, the, at, this, at this moment, it doesn't influence the inside of the cup yet, does it? No. We're assuming at complete... Right. But because right. we're dealing with this area of Midrash Banan, the whole outside is... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, good. Okay. Now, what about Beit Hillel? Beit Hillel says, or my time at the Beit Hillel, he says, So in other words, what it means is, you're allowed to, according to this way of explaining, there's no problem of getting to this point because he has no chashash. You're allowed to use a cup that's outside his tummy because Beit Hillel doesn't need this chashash. You might use a tummy cup, some of the water spills out and makes the hands tummy. So then what's his concern? Why is it better to wash your hands first? It's better, sorry, better to not wash your hands first. Like Beit Shammai says, wash your hands first. He says, no, make Kiddush and then wash your hands. So why is it better for Beit Hillel not to wash your hands? Because he's concerned. What's the problem? What's the problem? You wash your hands. You assume they're, tum- they're, they're tahor now. And then your hands might still be wet. There's, that's what the picture is, liquid. There's liquid on the hands. But then what happens? As you touch the cup, the cup is going to make, since you can use a cup that's Shani Latuma, you can use it, then Bechila says no problem. Since you can, then that Shani Latuma would make the water original Latuma, like we have in the picture, and that original Latuma would make your hands Tzmeyot. So therefore, it's better, he said, since I can use a cup that's a Shani Latuma, better I have my hands bone dry. Let's wash our hands after Kiddush. Okay? That's the way most of the Parashim explain it. That's according to the Bartanur. That's the way we explain it according to the Bartanur. However, Reb Chaim, the reason why I want to bring Reb Chaim is firstly, A, because it was explained, or Reb Chaim, B, because it makes later the Kiddush Mara much easier. Let's explain as follows. He says the Machloket is not whether you can use Mutali Shemesh Bekos She'acharav Tmeot. The whole Machloket is if, if I use Tame hands, 
And then I then I touch uh, and, and I, then I touch the cup that some of the water came out from. The, the machloket is whether, like you said, um, Rabbi Israel, whether only the outside becomes tamer or the inside as well. So according to Beit Hillel, Beit Hillel says, "Look, I don't care if my hands are tamer and I touch a cup whose outside and a bit of wick comes out because all it's going to affect is the outside of the cup." Whereas Beit Shammai says, "No, that would be disastrous. It'll be terrible because you're going to make the cup itself tamer." Okay, that's a very different way. If you learned according to, if learned Mishnah as well, you would have learned to like the first way clearly. However, this way is interesting because it's it, the way Rokhain explains the whole machloket where is whether if if tamer hands. If they, if, um, so if Tama hands touch liquid can make the cups inside also Tama, not just the outside. Meaning there's a limit to this Xera. The Xera, the only outside becomes Tama is only on certain situations. We'll get to that. So, so Rav Chaim has a whole different way to learn the Mishnah. Yes, all, all this, um, his parish of the, the Yerushalmi has a different way of learning the Mishnah. Because I think it's above that explains it differently. So he would understand the Yerushalmi understands it differently. Okay? Devar Acher. Let's continue before we get to the next thing. Devar Acher, another reason why, sorry, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Devar Acher, another reason why he says it's better to wash your hands after Kiddush rather than before. Why? Because we're washing our hands for bread. So it's best that Nitila happens before, close to bread. Okay. Rav Beba Meshem Rabbi Yochanan says, We see a machloket in a minute between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi. Let's see to align this machloket. The Tanin and Taman we see later on. Rabbi Meir says, Omer tarot. And Rabbi Yossi says, Lo amro tarot In other words, since we've been machloket, according to Rabbi Chaim, this is going to be much simpler to understand because he says the whole machloket here is the whole chiluk between, between what? Between Achraim and Toch. Achraim and Toch. He says, ah, according to Rabbi Yossi, it's only regarding if the whole chiluk inside and outside is only regarding Yadayim if you like, that were um, tehorot, but the idea that were tmeot, if they touched this kli, it would make the inside also tamet. And that fits in beautifully with this explanation we brought now, that the whole machlok is with inside or outside. Whereas Rimimera says, no, it's for both, whether the kli's tamer, whether the hands tamer, we've also got uh, how it would affect hands or how hands affect the kli. You've also always got that chilopotina inside and outside, and that makes, that, that makes it much simpler for us to understand the Gemara. However, since again, I'm assuming all of you have learned Mishnayas well and, and, and also do Dafyomi, but how do we understand this uh, alignment of the Machloket? So the Haredim says the whole, this is talking about another nuance in the Acharem of the back of the cup. What is that? There's a chiluk with this regarding Beit Tzvita and Achoraim, when one puts their hands and all the other side of the cup. In other words, the, the, the part of the, this Zera that the back of the Kli becomes Tamer also differentiates between parts of the Kli. Meaning, if the back of the kli is tamer, the beit svita is not, and if the beit svita is tamer, the back of the kli is not. You can differentiate between the two. So, in other words, the machloket then is as follows. He says it doesn't matter. Sorry. Sorry. Beit svita. It's it's like an indentation where one will put their fingers in to hold the kli. Right. There's two ways you can have a handle. You can have an indentation. Okay. It sounds like an indentation. That that would be different. So one way of saying is that chiluk applies under all circumstances, whether the hands tamer, the klis tahor, or vice versa. Meaning the hands tamer, what does it affect? However, what's this? Rav Yossa says only with tahor hands, there's no chashash, um, uh, uh, whose hands um, in chashash. 
אין חשש שאם נגע בבית צביתה יתמם משקים באדם מאחורי הכוס. In other words, only regarded tahor hands, אבל tamer hands, what are we concerned? That if you're holding the handle, I may have not written this out cleanly, if you hold the handle part, we're concerned that your hand might slip and touch somewhere else. It might touch the outside of the kli, and, if, and, and, and therefore it would make your hands tamer, um, sorry, it would make the kli tamer if your hands were wet, all these other things. In other, sorry, if the, sorry, if the kli was wet and your hands were tamer, and you touch the beit svita, which was dry, According to Rabbi Yossi, you're concerned that you might touch another area, you might touch down below, your hands get wet from the outside of the kli, and then make that area tamer. You can see how this is a little bit more confusing to understand. But the idea is, since you're, in other words, the chashash, the gzeira, that you might touch another area with the adayim smelt, fits in beautifully with this chashash of, of um, that bet, bet, sorry, bet shamay, here, the bet shamay had of, Maybe your hands at a time it will touch the outside of the kli and, and, and you know, cause problems, okay? Okay, if that was all too confusing, um, I just go with Rav Chaim, makes a much simpler reading of the sugya. Uh, I only brought the other explanation because I'm sure you will understand you learned it that way. But in other words, it's simple understanding the sugya is whether, um, and this lines with the other machloket, whether if tame hands touch a kli and there's liquid as an intermediate, whether it's only the outside that comes to me or the inside as well. Okay, that's just a, if you want to you understand your shalom in a very simple way. Let's continue. Okay, I can probably end the share screen. Yeah, let's do that. Back to here. Rabbi Yossi b'shem Rab Shabtai v'Rabbi Chia b'shem Rab Shimon ben Lakish. He says, L'chala only nitelk yadayim adam alech arba mile. For chala and nitelk yadayim, someone has to walk four mil to wash his hands. What, what's for chala? For chala, Rabbi Chaim says here, if someone Amarat doesn't know how to, to knead the dough and get to a state where he can separate it but tahara, he has to walk four million to find someone to help him to hafrashat chala. That's talking about if he's on his way. Go, in other words, he's traveling in a particular direction. But if he, go, if he has to go backwards to, 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 find, to wash his hands or to find someone to assist him, because we're assuming, like, um, we're assuming with Chalab that someone's like traveling, that's why Barcelona explains it, then you don't bother him. Now at this point, the Gemara is a suffix. What does it mean, Is it that, sorry, is it that the Eimatrachinalav, or Rigor Abchaim, time am I, Imishum Sholam Eimatrachinalav, is it that generally that for, we never provide Matriach a person to wash his hands? The only reason why we say four mil is because he's going that direction anyway. And since you're going in that direction, eh, may as well wait that, that amount of time. Or, um, or do we say, that generally we say, yes, you have to make an effort to go find water, but going backwards is because it's a Tirchia Teira. No, they understand the suffix here. Is it that we're not matriachim to go back to, um, to, to go backwards is because it's a tirchia terra, but a normal tircha we would matriachim? Or is it the reason why we say you have to wait dalad like arba mil, is because you're going that way anyway? But a basic tircha, um, uh, but, but, but even, even a basic tircha we won't matriachotim. Okay? In other words, more machmir because he's going to be doing it anyway, so why not just wait till you get there? Okay, that's the suffix. How does that play out? That came from the from following case. Shomer Gina to Pardesim. A Shomer Gina, a uh, Shomer, 
Do we say he's like one of these individuals? Do we say that is this, is he's telling him to go wash his hand? That let's call that a basic terecha. So is it, do we say that's like lefanim or Do we require him to go wash his hands or not? Because because again, the nafkimim are two ways of understanding why we say someone who's going dalad, uh, sorry, who's going dalad milim, he has to wait and wash his hands. Is the two ways of understanding? Is that because he's going there anyway, or is because it's a you know it's a basic terecha? So we, we, were all, we were always explained that it was that had to do with the with the the group of people he's there for for the for the danger in the desert or for the danger in on the way that that's why he has to keep up with the group and that's why he can't go back so far and when he goes in front they're coming anyway with him to the front that's that's how we uh, anyway all right so that's that's not how we're understanding it here okay um okay that's uh, that, that's that's, that's how I'm understanding so, so we say Nishmin and we can explain as follows. Now here we've got the, we're going to understand this um, like the, um, like the Girsa of the Gra. The Gra says, because what you have in front of you is talked about a, wo a woman who is Yosheva Pekotzeba Chalata Aruma. A woman that is, uh, it says a woman, I'll read the, what Girsa we have in front of us so you can appreciate it. So Aisha Yosheva Pekotzeba Chalata Aruma, a woman who's sitting there um, and she can mafrish Chal while she's naked. Because by sitting in the ground, she can cover her private parts. ish, but not a not a man. Why? Because sitting on the ground naked is not able to conceal his private parts. Isn't she at home? We don't matriachat her. I presume it's to get dressed. Okay, so that seems a little bit of a let's call it a um, interesting association that with that um, washing hands seems to be aligned with not demanding her to get dressed, okay? And here she's at home anyway, and it seems to be even a basic tircha, we're not matriach her to do it. However, Rav Chaim doesn't leave the sugya like this. He says, not that she's a Roma. He explains it like the Grah. She can lash her isa, she can need it. I'll read it to you. Tfuyom is a woman who is Tamer. She's immersed in a mikvah, to me, I should say, and she's waiting till nightfall to become Tahor. And therefore, she's what's called a Shein in the Tuma. Chala is like Truma. Once she's Mafrish Chala, her touching it would make it Tame or Puzzle. So, Tvoyom Shein in the Tuma, but in the However, her handling the dough prior to the Hafrasha, it's just Chulin. So, therefore, it's not going to affect the dough. So, she can knead it happily. Now, let's, I'm skipping a bit. And what she can do, she can separate it, and then after she can say, this is chala without touching it. So the hafrasha doesn't make it tame. She calls it chala and then there's hands off. That's what the, that's what the Mishnah says. So when it says, isn't she at home? How does this align then with the Shomer Ginot? It says, What will be the simplest solution? Don't play with fire. You run the risk of touching the chala after you, you call the chala. Just go to your friend's house and get her to, um, to do the hafrasha for you. Okay? And that seems to align much closer than with our sugi regarding how far does a person have to go for chala or hafrasha uh, chala, which is the sugi before it, or netilat yadayim. So we're here, so here we see that it's even a basic tircha 
we're not matriach at all. The only reason why, if you, the maskana then, and the reason why we said someone has to walk dalad milin is because you're going there anyway, so why not just wait? And then wash your hands. Okay. Let's go. Tani, now mazon rashud mazon so it seems to be what my Rishon, I mean, what that time seems to be Rishut, which is going to be interesting when I have to question that Lashon. But after my Mahronim, we do after meal is a Chobah obligation. We say that's Mishum Sakana. Ela what? Rishonim notel mafsik. Ubishnim notel da'inu mafsik. So Rishonim, you notel and then mafsik. We don't know what the language mafsik means. Mara is going to explain that. Ubishnim and the second, that is, as in washing out the meal, inu mafsik. So my who notel mafsik. What does this mean, notel mafsik? So Rabbi Yaakov Baracha Amar, he says, no tell the shoneh. It doesn't mean stop. It means you have to wash twice. So one, two, that's no tell the shoneh. So my Mishonim, you have to go twice on one hand, whereas my Mishonim only once. So it says one second, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yitzhak says, no tell the shoneh, vatom reshut. If it's a reshut, why are you suddenly saying you have to no tell the shoneh? You have to wash your hand and, and, and repeat. I don't understand. So in other words, at the end of the day, what it means, it's a mitzvah. That's why the Mepharshim explained. The Maskana is that it's a mitzvah to do so, not Rishut. The language of Rishut is the wrong Rishut. But the, the reason why it says Chovah is because since my Mechonim is a Sakana, that's why we say in, com, in, in, like in, in, a, in comparison to my Mechonim, we call it Rishut, but it still doesn't like the language of Rishut. Let's continue. Amr Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi al Rishon Nechal Basar Chazir al Shnim Yatsa Ishami Beita Beish O Yeshomim Shenehraga Alea Shlosha Nefashot. So this relates to the we've learned this recently in Dapiomi in Yoma. I mean, on my Rishonim, an individual ate the ate Basar Chazir. What was that? We had there was an innkeeper that used to serve meat to his Jewish clientele. He served kosher meat to his non-Jewish clientele. He served the Nevelot. And we know that what happened is an individual came, a Jew that didn't wash hands. He thought, ah, you must be a goy, and he gave him the vote. What's a case of Maim Rachronim? Um, that's that uh, a woman was divorced, or some people say that three people died. That was a situation of people that he trusted, if you recall. The Rabbanim, I think it was. They entrusted some, 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 some chafetz to, the, uh, to, uh, to the, his innkeeper. And then the guy said, I don't know what you're talking about after. But they saw he had some food on his mouth. And they went to his wife and said, oh, can you give us back our property? And by the way, the simon your husband gave me, this is what you had last night for dinner. You had lentils, I think it was. Okay. And then when he comes home, gets very angry. He kills his wife. It's a, what's a shloshana for short according to, uh, firstly, first, we're showing that he just divorced her as a result. And because you know this, you should have cleaned his face. But um, that he didn't. So some say he was divorced. Another understanding, what's shloshana for short haragul, is that he came home. He killed his wife out of anger. The son tried to stop him. He killed the son as well. And then what did he realize? Uh, he, what the damage he did? And he killed himself. So that's three nefeshot died as a, as a result of lack of maimachron. Okay, I did this all outside. It's all written in the Haredi before and it's saying inside yourself. But again, I'm sure you, I'm sure you remember from that now. Okay, Shmuel Salak Lagabe Rav Chama. Shmuel went before Rav Chama. Yat, and Yat, Yatay Achal, he saw the word Kahatam. He ate, he saw, he ate like hatam. What's hatam? Well, behatam means, uh, the Rav Chaim says, or kahatam, meaning like they did in Babel, meaning well, it sounded like they, he wasn't being careful in the day. What does that mean? He wrapped his food with, his food um, with, uh, with a mapa, so he wasn't touching it directly. So Amrle Mahuchen, what are you doing? So Amrle said to him, Istanisani, no, don't worry, I've done it yesterday, but I still don't want to come in direct contact with my hand, with, with, with my hands. In other words, don't be chayshish, then I'm doing it for bread. 
I'm just wrapping it up because I'm good of an instance. It's a bit like when you get takeaway in, in, in shawarma, even if you wash your hands, you don't want to touch the goopiness, so you, put, you keep it in the wrapper. Okay? So Rav Zira Katsalik Lahacha, when he came here, he saw Kohanim. Achlim Kahatam, they were also eating in that fashion, wrapping their, wrapping their food. So Amalahu, Ha Azilahahu, the Rav Shmuel, don't you know what happened to Rav Shmuel? Rav Shmuel agreed that you have to wash your hands. They're only wrapping because of Istanis. So what makes you guys think you can get away with just wrapping up food? Why aren't you washing your hands? Don't you remember the story? That's a, that, that's a after Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Bar, 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 Bar Kahana Bishem Shmuel came and says, No, you got it wrong. What does that mean? Obviously, the whole gzair of is for truma. Because we don't want people to have time in hands when they truma. So, what does this mean? It means there were gozer for everybody else not to use a mapa. You have to wash your hands. However, Kohanim, since there's rizim, they can avoid the problem of Nitil Adain by wrapping up their food. That's what it means. So in other words, don't call to task this Kohanaya because the Kohanaim is rizim in and they allowed Kohanim to just, to, if they're not doing Nitil Adain, just wrap, the bread, wrap, wrap it up with food. Okay? Velonagul, they're not going to touch it. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He says, absolutely not. Latruma ulachulin, you need uh, Nitzel Edain for both. So Rabbi Yossi b'shem Rab Chia bar Ashi. Rabbi Yonad, Rab Chia bar Ashi b'shem Rab. Nitzel Edain latruma ad perek. When you wash your hands for truma, you have to do up to your perek, your wrist. Have a lachulin, it's enough to go to Kishrei etzbot hava after your knuckles. Maishe bereid Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi amar, min dahavi yachil im sabe. When I used to eat with my grandfather, so he, my, he, he was, Maisha was Levi, meaning Rabbi ben Levi. He, when he'd eat with Rabbi Levi, and he saw that what? And, 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 and if I, I wouldn't know, people wouldn't wash their hands until the Perek. He wouldn't eat with an individual who didn't wash his hands. In other words, he understands, even for Chulim, one has to wash their hands up until their wrist. So Rab Huna Amar He understands the whole Gzer of Nitzalayim was only for bread, because bread is Ikara Suda. And they want to get every all of our Israel into the practice before meals to um, to wash their hands. The bimher beomeno beis is built and koanim hands are tied. However, Tamri Bereshua says kol davar sheyesh bolich luch mashke. Anything that's what's called what we would refer to be tibulo bemashke. Anything that's dipped in liquid, you'd have to wash your hands. Why? Because any, because once something is dipped in liquids, it's it's uh, the liquids are machshiroto lekabel tuma. It becomes susceptible to tuma. So the similar concerns of tuma of stamiyadai making the tamra would apply. So Reb Zibra Amnafilu Mekatzet Torumusim have a yade yada. Well, we see here that Reb Zira says that so, so he said even when he would, according to Reb Chaim, also Pnei Moshe means even when he would cut Torumusim, he wasn't even eating them. Even when he would cut them, he would wash his hands. That's his, that was mitnei nikiyot. That was just out of concern to keep them like just to keep his hands clean. However, Haredim says actually it was he was eating the turmasim. However, so then what's the afibul turmasim? Because even the turmasim and neguvim are dry. Even if they're generally dry, they never come into contact with liquid, he would still wash his hands. So Rav Amar Natalia Daf Shachrit He says, once if you wash your hands in the morning, once and you're not um, and you're not uh, and you and you be careful that your hands don't get dirty. You don't have, you can you can um, you don't have to worry about it. You can that would last you the whole day, even at the afternoon. So Rabin Mafkil Khamraya. So Rav Avin is said to the donkey drivers, these are the transport crew of the day that were traveling. Um, uh, he, the the Gra has a slight girisa chain. He hangdu atun mishkaya atu mishkaya chamaya 
He says, if you're on your way and you find water, wash your hands there and then. And therefore have in mind for the rest of the day, because as you're traveling, you're not going to find an option to wash your hands and you can rely on that as a, as a wash your hands wash. All right. That was a sheer, um, just in time. Cold, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you.